For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, 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 guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I know you're not going to hear me great today. I'm coming to you live from Lakewood, California. For those of you that don't know where Lakewood is, it's near Seal Beach, Long Beach, that area. It is literally Pleasantville. If you have ever been to a suburban nightmare that threw up over a pastel paradise, that is Lakewood, California. It's a beautiful, beautiful area but it is suburban hell. So I'm coming to you live from Lakewood. And we are going to have an amazing guest today, Dr. Mary Wingo. I'd love, before we introduce Mary, though, to call on my co-host, Paul. Mm. Paul? Yes, I'm here. So I'm going to tell you, tell our audience what you said to me. We, now, so for those of you that don't know, before we come on air, we always have a little chat. We have a fantastic guy, Matt, on the other end, kind of fiddling and producing and making this all sound good. So here's the reason everything everything here works. And um, while Matt's getting us set up and we say hi to Matt, Paul always kind of jumps on and tells me what he's doing. And when I asked you today, Paul, and I said, what are you doing? What did you I tell me? <laughs> I was ma- making prop hand grenades. That is not what you said. You said I was painting grenades. <laughs> prop hand grenades. You said that afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so what are you painting these grenades for? Uh, doing a photo shoot for the lovely and uh, talented uh, Felissa Rose. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Felissa Rose worked in Sleepaway Camp and a whole bunch of different movies. I did a film with her years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, when we met her. Oh, yeah, the one I met Paul on. And it was interesting. It's where I met Ron Jeremy and I actually struck up a friendship with him. So it's, it's, it's pretty unique. Um, pretty, she's, a, she's a pretty unique lady. I was just surprised. I've never asked anyone what you do, and they said painting grenades. So welcome. That's, that's the joy of Hollywood. And one of the things we're going to be talking about today is how to manage your stress, how to manage your life. I was chatting with my mum, which is the reason I am in this suburban nightmare in Lakewood at my mother's house. Um, I, we were talking about stress, and I said, you should listen into the show. She said, I don't even like to hear about stress. It makes me vomit. So for the people out there that have trouble managing their stress and handling going on auditions and interviews and trying to figure out how to make your mark in Hollywood without losing yourself in the process, we are going to talk to Dr. Mary Wingo and talk about stress and how to handle stress and what it can really do to a person. So I would love to introduce to the show, Dr. Mary Wingo. 
Well, hello, hello, uh, Summer. Thank you for the uh, the very warm welcome. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you for being on the show. Now, I'd love to ask you, I'm going to jump straight into it. I'm, I'm going to say first, tell us a little bit about yourself and then give my mum some advice to stop vomiting and start eating when she's stressed. Can, can we do those two <laughs> things? <laughs> Sorry. Poor, poor thing. Poor thing. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, there's really nothing that special about me. I, I live in, um, I'm a, an immigrant uh, that lives in uh, Ecuador. It's a small country in South America. I live in a city high, uh, high up in the uh, uh, Andes. And um, I've got a great life, and um, I've had this book uh, in my um, in my head for like almost twenty years. And uh, actually, being down here in Ecuador helped me sort of tie the ends up for this book, so I could finally get it out. Now, there was a pretty strong claim made with this book. Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the things that it said was you believe that stress is actually part of what killed Muhammad Ali. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, well, let me, I mean, you know, again, there's like different types of stress. What I try to present is an overview, uh, sort of like a meta-analysis of what stress really is and why we are having this explosion of diseases in modernized society. Well, part of uh, Muhammad Ali's problem is that he had the repetitive stress of being knocked in the head. I'm going to cut in really quickly and say a shout-out to uh, a couple of the MMA fighters that I know. Stop getting punched in the head. It creates stress. <laughs> Oh yeah, you. I mean, come on. I mean, honestly, like anybody with, uh, you know, with just basic, basic uh, common sense can tell you that getting concussions over and over and over and over um, ultimately results in no good. Now, whether it results in memory loss or uh, you know other types of neuro. Degenerative diseases, but you're gonna. What it is is stress like that. That's a physical type of stress. Stress like that, repetitive type of stress, over and over. You increase the odds greatly that something's gonna go wrong, and and that's that's what stress is about. It's about adaptation. Okay, so how do we make my mother not vomit? Now, Mum's been in the entertainment industry longer than I have. There are some people that, you know, I, I bump into and they go, oh, you're Patty's daughter. And I'm like, yes, but if it helps, I'm very important on my own. And they say, no, you're Patty's daughter. So she's, she's <laughs> been doing this for a very, very long time. And where if I get stressed out, I eat a pie. My mother gets stressed out. Um, she doesn't eat and she throws up. So can you tell us why that happens? Because I know that happens to a lot of people with stage fright nerves in the entertainment industry. I mean, stress is a real, a real, real, a, a thing that we deal with consistently because work is, um, you know, and I'm sure Paul can attest to this, work isn't always stable. We're going from project to project. On my end, I'm always worried about everyone's over budget. In, you know, and my mom's worried about this show or that show and everyone's getting this wrong. You know, she's got a show in edit right now and she's, it, she's been a stress case. So, how do we get that under control? Let's just say from the entertainment industry, we, we live saturated in, uh, you know, in this, in this constant state of stress. How do we get it under control? 
Well, um, I totally understand that. I actually have family members in the entertainment industry, and um, it, it's sorry. not as as uh, maybe some people might think as glamorous as one might be led to believe. Um, oh, yes. It sucks. Uh, well, well, okay. <laughs> let me let me explain to you like what's going on with your mom. Okay. Okay. All that is is a simple overactivation of the sympathetic stress response, which is part of our um, uh, automatic stress response. It's part of our automatic nervous system. So it's part, it, you probably heard of the fight or flight mechanism, correct? Correct. Well, what's going on is uh, when, when we have an overactivation of the sympathetic fight or flight response, uh, which happens um, to us often under stress, um, our digestive tract goes into like a freeze mode. Okay. Well, well, why, why, why does it go into freeze mode? Why? I mean, why would nature make it like that? Well, because when you're in the middle of a stress response, your body is expecting to sort of kind of change morphology. It becomes more plastic. It's, uh, you know, and it becomes more plastic so the tissue can rearrange itself to adapt to the new environment. Well, when you have your body in a state like that, and that's just all it is is adaptation. It's nothing bad. It's nothing good. It's what we were born with. It's how we adjust to our environment. Well, when you have that switch on, um, you can develop, a lot of people develop problems with their digestive tract because, in essence, it sort of freezes activity because the body's not interested in being fed. It's interested in adapting. So it's it's because... Uh, uh, she's been in this fight or flight way too long and it's basically shut down her um, digestive tract and when that happens um, she's going <laughs> to all kinds of things could happen including uh, including what you've just told me okay why do I eat and a it, pie? pardon? okay so why do I eat a pie? Well, I mean, everybody handles stress a little bit differently. Um, but I'm going to propose something that's, you know, a, a, I eat pies too when I get stressed. So you're you're in good company. Um, <laughs> <Yay>. But <laughs> it's not just you. And see, since I'm in South America, they have these incredible breads or they have these incredible cakes, breads, desserts. And so I eat those too. Um but my what, my assistant's going? my assistant's swinging her hands in the background. She's from Peru. She's like, I agree. I live there. That's what I ate when I got stressed. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Peru's great too. I love Peru. I'm a bit of a but but way. yeah. Um um. What's you know what's going on? And I'm going to propose something. A lot of people uh, probably haven't thought of is uh, when you go into that type of self self soothing state, whether it's pies, addictions of any sort, uh, whether it's to chemicals, processes, whatever, that's actually dissociation, a phenomenon, a a, um, cognitive and emotional phenomenon, and it's actually part of our stress response. Um, It's dissociation. Um, And dissociation occurs in a lot of, of avoidance. Uh, type behaviors when you're trying to self-soothe yourself during stress or or uh, anything extremely unpleasant where the, the present state of reality is too miserable just to kind of sit and be in. So you go into this altered state. Now, whether you smoke, whether you eat um, 
uh, whether you eat pies, whether you go shopping. Um, it, oh, it, I shop. It doesn't I like really shopping. Matter. That's good too. Yeah, guess, <laughs> Sorry, guess like, yeah. that's a good one. I like shopping too. Um, <laughs> so what I'm hearing is my mother's very empathetic to the situation where I just go screw it. I'm not even pretend. I'm pretending the situation's not here. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 this is. I mean, this, you've you've actually provided some really good examples for people to sink their teeth into. And, and what I want people to understand is what stress really is, because your mom probably doesn't have the vocabulary, because you know. Um, that's that's, well hang on that's not true I've heard my mum on set she's got a very extensive vocabulary when she's irritated (laughs) 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 it's it's colourful that's the word I'm looking for she's got a (laughs) colourful fruitful (laughs) yes I've been on set with her and and denied and denied budget increases to her so yes she has a very (laughs) colourful vocabulary Oh, that that's so funny, but but yeah, exactly. And and she doesn't have the vocabulary as a lot of people, just about almost everybody doesn't um, have the vocabulary. What stress really is, and what it's costing us, and and really, it's what it's causing tremendous amount of damage to to modernized society. And this is all preventable. I mean, there are ways that you can manage stress, but you have to identify. Identify. You have to understand what it is first, and and that that's that's why I'm around. Um, I wanted um, to present probably the most complicated topic in science, uh, which is you know human adaptation or organismal adaptation, in a way that people can understand. Because seriously, I mean, there there are people that are losing their breadwinners to disability, through early death, through you know problems with chronic disease. Um, uh, there are many, many quality life years, earning years that are lost right now because stress is just breaking people down in modernized society. And I didn't realize it. I knew it. I knew it, but until I came down here to South America, I didn't fully understand it. I I came full circle on it. Okay. Well, what we're going to do, we have to go to break in about one minute. So when we come back, we're going to be back on with Dr. Mary Wingo talking about how to manage our stress. My mom's actually next to me writing stuff down. Um, (laughs) so, so, So we'll go through that. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to manage stress because the truth is, We're in the most stressful country. Actually, I beg your pardon, the second most stressful country. Japan has us beat. They have people dropping dead from exhaustion. There's a whole new word for it, and I forgot what it is. There is a documentary on it called Happy. Guys, check it out on Netflix. We're going to be talking about how to get your stress under control and how to survive. I mean, that's really what this is these days. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. 
This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations, live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. What voice guides your sexual needs and desires, yours or others? The Sexual Voice with host Jessica Ford is the show to lead you to a happier, healthier, and more fruitful sexual self. Let Jessica help you find your own unique voice to express sexual feelings, gain confidence, and to appreciate your own needs and desires. Listen live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There is a sexual voice inside of everyone. Come discover yours. You count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, 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 guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with Dr. Mary Wingo and my co-host, Paul Michael Bollum. We are talking about stress, how to manage it, and let's face it, in Hollywood, it's a big deal. I am going to throw my two cents in really quickly and give a shout-out real quick to um, Dow. You guys know we've had him on the show. He just lost his husband. There is a GoFundMe um, online right, right now. He's talked about fashion. He's talked about a whole bunch of things on air. So, guys, if you can help, please help. And if you can't help, please just shoot him a note um, and let him know that, that you're thinking of him during this stressful time. Um, some advice I'm going to give people, if you don't want stress and you want to be in the inter- entertainment industry, make sure you don't come from a family that's been in it because then your mum will hand you notes during your show if you're with her. Um, the, the notes, my mother, no, I'm kidding, actually, doesn't stress me out, but it, what she brought up was a really good point. Um, other than work and home, one of the biggest current stresses people have is technology, the frustration with it, keeping up with technology. Um, I know a lot of editors that have just gotten out of the business once we switch from, digital, from film to digital, um, even just the constant changing phones and the smartphones and the Androids and the, everything is about technology and um, for someone like me, I'm, I happen to be really good at it and I'm great with the internet and I'm great with social media, but I see what my mom's talking about. I, there's a, there's a consistent frustration and it's difficult with people in an environment that's changing so rapidly. What would you have to say? I mean, I mean, how do we, how do we manage that? That's okay. That's well, the, there's a very, 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 um, a very clear reason for, for 
the, this type of phenomenon. What, what this is, um, what type of stressor this is, this is a stressor that I classify under complexity. Um, one of the five uh, major causes of um, this exploding ac- academic of uh, stress-related diseases in modernized society. And what I mean by that is the pressure that you put on um, your uh, working memory. And what I mean by working memory is the processing of your frontal lobes, the um, part of the brain um, behind your forehead and behind your eyes. And that is your primary stress um, stress adaptation organ is your frontal lobe because it it helps you adapt it helps you you know okay well let let me let me uh shift sides here let me okay let me multitask let me plan let me do and the thing is is yes we're, we're meant to do that okay that's what we're meant to do so hence you know um you know we can adapt to technology but the thing is is that if we keep like abusing that mechanism. You know, this mechanism's not a given. It's very, very delicate. Um, it can be affected by um, alcohol, drugs, um, pharmaceuticals, blood sugar, um, other, other types of stress. Um, and so um, your ability to plan and solve problems, it, it, it's a, yeah, I guess what um, I want so people to understand is that it's a precious asset and so that you can't abuse it. Yeah. So drugs, so drugs, alcohol, medication, things like that really inhibit your ability to process stress. Do you hear that, Mum? Get off the heroin. That's the problem. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. I, I'm kidding. And to the investors in Mum shows and stuff like that, I really am kidding. Um, that was, that was bad. So, um, that's right. I'm the one on all the drugs. Right. Paul's the one on the drugs. So that inhibits. Um, you're, so really, that, that really inhibits you. It's not a help. What about oh, when you talk oh, yeah. about psychotropic medication? multitasking. Yeah, constant if- multitasking and, and being overscheduled and, and, and that kind of thing. We think that it's a sign of a tough American and a, a pro, you know, Protestant work ethic type of thing. But well, I'm a after Catholic, a while, so you lose yeah, these functions. Right you, yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, after a while, you lose these functions, and you're not able to solve problems, and you're not able to function well in the entertainment industry, whatever level that you happen to be at. You have to take care of your powers of concentration. They're very sensitive to stress. Well, shit. Um, then the, the, the <laughs> question was, sorry, then the question I'm going to ask you is how do we do that? You're saying, obviously, clean living, healthy eating. But, you know, I, I, sometimes I work 18, 20 hours a day, really, for a very short period of time. Um, I, I work incredibly long hours. My assistant and I have had to take it in 24-hour shifts when, when, we're, you know, when we've got one of our shows or one of our films um, going at any given time. So how do you combat that? If you're in a high-stress position, um, I know obviously abusing substances, things like that isn't the way to go. What about psychotropic medications? I mean, my, my doctor gives me Xanax because I'll have a panic attack if we go over budget. Don't judge me. <laughs> so I'm like telling you, but don't judge me. But I will. Like if, if my budget's out, I'm having a panic attack. I thought I was having a heart attack once. Um, so, so how do we combat that? I mean, you're t- saying, you know, these psychotropic medications are not necessarily helping. What do we do? 
Well, okay, okay. Let's learn like a few rules first yes, about ma'am. stress. And these, these, you've got to like commit these to heart. I mean, this is like, like the rule of thumb. Number one, understand that stress is additive. Okay, and I go into further definitions in my book so, you know, people can actually understand if they are under stress or not, but it's additive and the more you pile on. So it's not just the, okay, let's eat healthy and and let's, you know, um, uh, you know, not take, uh, you know, various medications, whatever. It's what what you have to consider is. The more stress, whether it's stress through poor diet, through, you know, excessive dependence on, you know, certain medications, through poor sleeping on top of, you know, a, a, a bad schedule, uh, you know, plus, you know, an hour's traffic, you know, uh, very, very stressful traffic um, where you're having to be vigilant when you, you know, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When you pile them all up, this is what put, makes you vulnerable um, to a stress-related illness. This is, I mean, and, and this is, you know, this is something that, you know, your grandmother, you know, probably, probably tried to warn you about. You know, this is something that's actually common sense, but you might not know. It's additive, so it's common sense that if you're, like, say, if you're working 18 hours, that you really, really plan out before and after times um, of rest that uh, you can, um, you know, like, be away from everything, no more stimulation, lots of sleep, really care for yourself. You know, treat yourself like you're doing a marathon. You know, athletes that do a marathon um, really prepare themselves. Treat it as such. So caffeine to fix it is a bad idea. Okay, so it's, really? you've got to take yourself. Really? I mean, it's not bad. It's just when you pile it on top of everything else. I mean, if you're, if you're you know, um, you know if, if you're, you know, eating a Big Mac, drinking coffee, smoking a cigarette, I mean, which is what a lot of us do, you know, especially, you know, with that level of, you know, if you're up 24 hours. But uh, it, what it does, it just ages you. You know, I mean, if, if you're at all, um, you know, care about your looks, it's just going to make you old. And um, it's, it's going to give you, it's going to give you problems, going to give you high blood pressure. It's going to give you, um, you know, you're, you're going to be set up to get diabetes. You know, I mean, you know, everything that is associated, that we understand associated with stress, diseases that have really exploded in the last 50 years, well, your odds of getting one of those just go through the roof. And so, yeah, to treat it like a marathon and treat yourself as though you're an elite Olympic athlete. That's actually really, really good advice. Um, you you have to. You have to, or else you'll burn out and you'll go, you know, you could get a stress-related illness that could bankrupt you. I mean, in the U.S., yeah. you know, people are bankrupt uh, from a serious illness. You could lose everything that you've worked your life for. So it's definitely worth looking into. Now, I will, um, we've got about four minutes to break. I'm, I'm going to ask you, my dad has PTSD. Um, a lot of people in my life, I'm, I'm friends with, very close friends with police officers, soldiers, um, and, and those people mean a great deal to me. They live with PTSD on a constant basis, but I know a lot of people in the United States are starting to suffer from it um, just due to the environment. Is that is that the same thing? I mean, how when we come back, I'd love to talk a little bit about that and and how to control it, and um, really just just some tips and tricks 
to to de-stress yourself. I love what you're saying, treat it like a marathon. Um, guys, anyone that has any questions, you are welcome to write in on Summer Helene at Facebook. I'll answer some of them. Um, but you know, a lot of you guys double up, so we'll answer some of them and we'll get to as many as we can, but this is a pretty in-depth topic. Uh, whoever has the best question today, and I'm going to ask my question for today. If you answer this correctly, go to Summer Helene and tell me, email me and say, what can you do? Stress is additive. It adds up. So if you're working an 18-hour day, to those of you in the entertainment industry or anyone that's working hard, what can you do? What did Dr. Wingo say you can do to combat that or to make it just a little bit better? Write in and I'll give. And if you get it right, I'll give you an ATV ride. You can go out to Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, get an ATV ride if you get that right. Um, I, love, I, I love this. I think this is something... From, and I'm going to say to you, um, Dr. Wingo, this is something, it's really incredible and I'm so grateful to you for coming on the show because we do talk about love and balance and life and stress and work and everything else and stress is really a constant factor in society today and people handle it in different ways. Um, we've got about two minutes to break. When we come back, I'd love to know how I stop myself from eating a pie, how do we deal with PTSD and a lot of these disorders that are coming and why does mental illness seem to be getting more and more common in the United States. So we're going to deal with that when we come back. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Dr. Mary Wingo at the end of the show. We're going to talk about her book, Where You Can Find It. Paul Michael Bolan, who you all get a kick out of and everyone loves. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset? Your home. Is it from a reality show on cable TV? A comparison website? Or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. 
Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working For You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, g'day again, guys. This is Summer Helene. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm coming to you live from Lakewood, which is the little suburban nightmare in California. And we have a wonderful guest on, Dr. Mary Wingo, who's coming all the way from Ecuador. Can you believe that? And Paul, I think you're in Burbank right now. Yep. Yeah. I I never tend to leave the house, so. (laughs) And Paul's direct from his house in Burbank, California. We're talking about the uh, the impact of the human stress response. It was a book written by Dr. Mary Wingo. And she has very kindly consented to give away one digital copy, one physical copy. So for those of you writing in, um, whoever can tell me why they need these books the most, we will send you a copy, either digital or physical. So thank you very, very much, Dr. Wingo. That's very, very kind of you. Um, My pleasure. I'm going to say, you said something very interesting to me during the break. You said it was kind of the jungle medicine that brought you to this. And um, (laughs) you've, you've, you've followed this. Um, since you're an undergrad, and it's interesting that this is something that's touched you so much that you've kind of got you've gone out and written this book to really help people. I think that's very incredible. So my hats off to you on that. Um, we're in a society right now where mental illness, especially in the United States, is so heavy. People are dealing with PTSD. They're dealing with bipolar, and we're seeing mental mental illness and these mental um, disorders. And these stress disorders and these, um, I mean, these really horrific, when you talk about PTSD especially, these, these really difficult um, emotional problems that people are dealing with on a consistent basis. I'm going to ask you, when you're dealing with PTSD, for example, um, what can someone do? Because that's a really strong stress response. Well, let me, let me explain to you what PTSD is. PTSD, along with um, a, a related disorder, complex PTSD, are um, disorders of extreme stress. So uh, they're really not disorders. They're actually normal human responses um, that occur uh, in response to very intensive stressors. Now, um, well, well, a lot of times... That's good news. That's, that's good news. Yay, congratulations, Dad, you're normal. No, I'm, I'm kidding, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, Dad? Well, no, I mean, it actually is. It actually is. And um, basically what happens, let, let me tell you what happens that causes the actual um, horrific symptoms. Um, the stressor is so intense 
okay? Or, I mean, and there's reasons why it can be intense. This stressor is so intense that it disrupts. We were talking about our frontal lobes a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It disrupts the normal functioning of the frontal lobes, and it also disrupts functioning of the memory consolidation system. Um, that's, uh, by the way, that's called hippocampus, but you don't need to remember that. But what it does is it allows you, this mechanism allows a person normally to um, be able to convert memories into like a verbal narrative, like verbal memory, okay? Well, when that happens, um, your cortisol as well as other factors, um, are very, very high. And the, cord- the receptors um, on these uh, brain structures um, uh, uh, attract uh, the, the elevated stress hormones. Again, there are other factors associated, so we're not going to just um, so, blame it all like, on cortisol. And um, it causes a disintegration of uh, the memory centers, okay? So when the event happens, it's so intense that you can't think it through. It's just a, instead of being attached to a narrative, to logic, to words, it's just this flash of emotion. It's, okay. it's like so, Helen Keller before Helen Keller, um, you know, the, her teacher, you know, wrote on her water on her hand. It, it's like you have these isolated parts of your brain that are, that they don't have the proper feedback. And part of recovering from, um, PTSD, which it is very possible to do, but um, it's living hell to do it, um, is to um, establish narrative. Okay. So um, instead of just reliving it, establish words that so go with in, that narrative. So in my dad's case, um, he has PTSD from the first Gulf War and many of the other the other things. Um, I'm, I'm sharing very personal information. He's going to kill me. But one of the things he didn't like was being in a movie theater when the lights go down because he was in the service and um, on the Navy ships he was on what you guys in this country call a destroyer. The lights go dim before you get into active combat and before they shoot. So the lights would go dim and that was something he couldn't do. So for years and years and years he wouldn't go to the movie theater. Um, so it would be creating a narrative attached to that feeling or to that response. Yes, yeah, yeah. And when you see what what happens is a lot of times these uh, these uh, flashes, you know, um, which you know I can understand why he would have something like that. They come and they just overwhelm your entire system. So you're just sitting, standing there, like with your mouth open, basically in shock, and these in very intense feelings overtake you. Well, if you can sit with those, this is where mindfulness meditation um, it comes in, and it's free. Um, and anybody can learn it. You just basically practice sitting with the emotion until it just dissipates. Uh, and then, you know, you can maybe attach a narrative to it. Like, yeah, man, I feel those feelings um, because, uh, you know, back in, you know, you know, 1993 in this battalion, um, you know, I went through this experience and, man, that was, it's over, thank God. You know, when you can attach that, narrative to it it tends to dissipate that that's the secret now that see that is that is wonderful 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 advice so um thank you for that and i I just want to give a quick shout out to my parents i'm sorry for (laughs) using both of you for examples in this please don't disown me um 
And now my next question would be, what about bipolar? That's getting more and more common in the United States. Do we know why? Well, let me tell you, um, I'm just going to come out and um, say that, you know, all mental illness results of some sort of derangement of the stress response, the human um, adaptive mechanisms. Um, so, you know, we have this I- ICD-10, you know, that's the diagnostic um, manual for uh, diagnosing uh, mental illnesses, you know, and there's like a bajillion of them. Well, what it all comes down to um, is something happens, and again, again, you know, this common thread uh, uh, in, this, uh, in this talk are the frontal lobes, and again, if you are in a, a situation where your frontal lobes get taxed and stressed, um, then it's going to precipitate mental illness of all kinds. You know, well, what's your flavor? I mean, is it the uh, is it the the strawberry of schizophrenia? Is it the chocolate of bipolar? Is it the vanilla of just psychotic depression? Well, it all comes from a deranged stress response, and a lot of times, a, a recovery from mental illness comes needs to come with active self care and mental hygiene, good mental habits. And, you know, good sleep, rest cycles, eating cycles. And like I said, treat, treat it like a marathon. Treat it like you're having to be a, a you know, a high-performance athlete. You have to really care for yourself in other parts of your life. Now, that is a beautiful thing to hear. And I'm going to give, again, I, I apologize to both my parents for using your examples in, in these cases. Um, and I'm going to do it again. Now, I know my dad with his PTSD and my mom with extreme stress from, you know, her job. Um, neither of them have great mental hygiene. Neither of them take very good care of themselves. They're both very stressed, very overtaxed people. So when you say mental hygiene, you mean what you were saying was uh, mindful, medita- mindful meditation, choosing, which, you know, is, is for anyone that doesn't know this, please look it up. Mindful meditation is really an incredible thing. Um, and... When, uh, let me be clear, uh, Dr. Wingo, when you say choosing your narrative or putting a narrative there, sometimes the narrative or the neuropathways in your brain um, have, have been misdirected for so long that it takes conscious thought to bring them to a healthy point or to re, reintroduce the way you think or change the way you think. So to do yeah, that, mi- yeah. mindful, mindful meditation is a good way to do that. Um, for anyone that doesn't understand this stuff or doesn't understand what we're talking about, because I'm getting a lot of people, a, a lot of responses of what the fuck is this. Thank you very much um, <laughs> to, to the gentleman that wrote in. I won't call you out. But, but what, what that means is when we say mindful meditation, that is very yeah, it's, specific. It's, it's, it's mindfulness meditation. And um, it's actually um, the original name for it um, um, is, a, is a Buddhist term. You know, it's uh, the pasana. And again, this is just one tool, okay? This is ab- just one tool because when you're under extreme stress, you, you need to look at all stuff. You need to look at your habits. You need to make an inventory. The key is to sit down and make an inventory like you would for a food budget or a, a, like a food diary so, or for or, a budget. Or a for, yeah, for our film, exactly. It's your film budget, exactly. guys. Let's do a review. And, and, and one thing I would say to your wonderful, precious parents is to really understand that there's a cost to this and, you know, and, 
um, you know, it's, it makes you very, very vulnerable to uh, diseases that cause disability, um, that take quality of life out. And, um, um, you know, I, I would say that it, it's really, really worth, um, um, you know, following sort of this framework that I've laid out because it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Um, well, I'm, so I'm no gonna, one can say they're too poor. Um, but and, and that's but really follow, follow this framework of really itemizing this stuff. Take inventory. Now, I'm going to say, um, again, if, if I could, I'd ground both my parents. But the truth is I'm, I'm um, guilty of this as well. I get stressed out and I will eat a chicken and then a pie and then a pizza and then vomit and then continue eating. My, so I'm, you said I'm doing this because I'm trying to pull myself out of the situation. We have yeah, about yeah, three, minutes, three minutes until we yeah. go to break. Um, we may not have enough time to consider this, but I'd love to when we get back because I've had a lot of people say they have my problem. I had one lady write in who asked me not to use her name, and I won't, and she said, I am as fat as a house. Um, how, how do we take these head on and face these situations rather than, rather than eating our feelings? So we have about two minutes till break. I'd love to cover that when we get back. Um, for anyone listening, we will write some of these um, stresses additive it adds up things like this. Just some of these notes, and I will send and I'll put a picture of my paper online that I've written all over. I have a paper bag in front of me because my assistant didn't give me a notebook. I'm going to blame her. Um, and I've just this is just covered in notes, and you're giving us some really incredible information. I do want to thank, thank you. you. I, I really want to thank you for that, and I do want to encourage. Everybody that's listening, even if you don't think you're stressed now, one day you're going to face stress. We all do. Be it your wedding, be it your, invent- be it your industry, be it rejection from an audition, be it job, be it wife, be it life, be it anything. The impact of st- uh, the human stress response is available on Amazon. Please pick up a copy. And to a couple of very lucky listeners, we are going to give a copy of um, Dr. Mary Wingo's book, the impact of the human stress response. So please, please, please check it out. Write in if you have any questions. But a lot of the questions we're getting really fall into these categories. So when we get back, we'll talk about why I eat my feelings um, and, and we'll let my parents off the hook. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Dr. Mary Wingo and Paul Michael Boland. We are talking about stress and how to cope. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. 
Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day guys, welcome back behind the scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. My mum just poked me in the back and asked where Paul was. Um, sorry we've been talking over you, Paul. You actually came up with a great question during the break. So what I want to do, I'd love to end on that question. So I'm going to hold off on that and ask, ask uh, Dr. Wingo why I eat my feelings and how to avoid that. And then I'd love to get on yours because I loved where uh, you and Dr. Wingo went with that. So we're going to hold that for the end. All right. Um, and this is our very last segment. So, Dr. Wingo, we have about nine minutes left. So I'd love to ask you very quickly, how do I stop eating my feelings? Well, I understand, Summer. And, and again, anybody that has any sort of self-soothing, you know, whatever it is, it, everybody has them. So, you know, don't feel too guilty. Um, I understand, number one, Summer, that this is a response to stress. You know, that this isn't a failure of character per se or anything like that, that this is um, a response to stress and um, um, this is a dissociative response. So this is when um, your, uh, your, your sympathetic, your, I should say your fight or flight nervous system, I'm going to really try to use simple words here, your fight or flight nervous system fails to help you adapt so you have a very old branch of your parasympathetic uh, nervous system that takes you into this freeze mode. And that's what it is. It's basically a freeze mode. You know, like how, you know, the deer in the headlight look, you know, that you're about to, you got your car straight, heading straight for the deer and the deer's just <gasps> like that. Well, that is a, a branch. Um, you got two branches, a new branch and an old branch of your um, alternate um, uh, part of your um, automatic nervous system and that controls the freeze response so that is what's going on and and that's a very difficult habit to break but again um, you have to just kind of sit with the feelings that come up when you're wanting uh, to engage in addictive behavior you just have to sit with it there's really nothing else there's not a drug you can take 
you know, Prozac's not going to do it. It's just literally, um, you know, um, sitting with those feelings and then really, again, if you're dealing with addiction, if you're dealing with mental illness, treat yourself like you would you know, an elite athlete, you know, really, really, you know, again, watch your mental hygiene, watch when you go to bed, you know, watch like, you know, um, your emotional, like people who emotionally um, aggravate you, you know, and cause a lot of emotional stress. I mean, you have to make decisions um, if, uh, you know, this this type of behavior is something um, you're going to keep in life. A a lot of codependent behavior um, um, takes on a lot of stress. A lot of people who are codependent and they enable other people, bad behavior of other people, that can be part of it. So you have to do a lot of self-care. You've got to treat yourself very sort of gentle um, so that okay. you can sort of get your wits together and um, remodel um, um, parts of your brain, which can be done. It can be done. It's totally See, I, possible. I love this. So, um, okay, so... I'm kind of in freeze mode and to the ladies, because I had a lot of ladies read in, write in, I wasn't going to call them out, wasn't going to call out their names, so I'm using myself as an example here. That is why you are eating your feelings and why when I'm late and behind uh, schedule on a film, so do I. The very last yeah. question I would like to ask, um, now we spoke in the beginning about athletes and I'm going to give a shout out again. Um, when you're talking about physical stress, and this is going out to Jared Fiorda, who is a fighter friend of mine, is in the MMA, getting punched in the head is stress. That can shorten your life, not just getting punched in the head, but the stress part. When we look at um, people, you know, not eating, the response is, is the same. That is they're, they're emotionally internalizing, so it's changing the narrative, changing the pathways, mindful meditation, Stress is additive, slow down, cut some of it out, take a break, treat it like a marathon. Right now, we have four minutes to close. I'm going to say we are going through the election season. Paul asked during the break, how does he deal with, um, with the situation Bernie with Bernie Sanders? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we've got four minutes. I, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. What do we do in politics now? Uh, okay, okay. Well, this is part of the reason why I wanted to come up with this book because I I just knew this was going to happen. I'm sitting here, sort of a yeah, bird's eye view from Ecuador, and I just knew this was going to happen. I knew even a year ago that this was going to happen. I'm like, oh, God, i got to get my book out for the Bernie Sanders supporters. <laughs> and no, let me, let me explain to you. Um, we, there are actually five major causes of stress in modernized society, um, and one of those is an, uh, a society that's unequal, inequality, okay? And um, that, basically, during an unequal society, when you have, um, you know, you've got the top dog, you've got the bottom dog, well, the, 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 the top dog can usually buy his way out of stress. You know, you've got your minions, you've got your money. Uh, not everything, but, you know, a big part of stressful um, events in life you can have other people do. Well, when you're the bottom guy, you have to do everything for yourself. You're at ground zero. I mean, you have basically the worst access to resources on ev- with everything. And so your constant state of vigilance and um, you're in a constant stress response. Well, imagine this um, going on with tens of millions of people and do you see how revolutions form? Revolutions don't form because, um, you know, there are um, 
there are, uh, you know, um, uh, unicorns excreting um, Skittles, you know, rainbows and Skittles. <laughs> there, revolutions come about because you've got a mass collective stress response over many, many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. So this is what the um, uh, architecture of a revolution is made up of. And I'm not sure if there's any other um, solution here, but civil disobedience and a revolution. I, I don't know if there's I any like other. I, I don't think there's any other solution. I don't think yeah, there is. They whipped us all up for a revolution, and now it's not. Yeah, and, and, that, and that makes sense. And so we've got about two minutes to close. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Wingo. Oh, my pleasure. My Guys, pleasure. please, please, everyone can use it. Um, take, take an accounting of yourself. Take an inventory. Look at your mental hygiene and pick up a copy of the impact of the human stress response. And, and read up. It really, really will change your life. It'll give you a different way of, of looking at things. I'm Summer Helene. We were, I, I'd like to thank Paul Michael Bolland, my wonderful co-host. Sorry you didn't get a word in today, Paul. Um, but thank I'm you okay for that with it. great You're doing question fine. at the end. Yeah, well, thank you for that. And um, Dr. Wingo, thank you so much for being on with us. I'd love to have you on again. Thank you very much. And also tell your listeners um, they oh, can uh, do personalized coaching with me uh, on marywingo.com, my website, if they need help with this. So if you need help with this, go to, do- go to marywingo.com. Please, guys, pick up a copy of this book. I had so many questions. I'm going to send out a digital copy and a hard copy of Dr. Wingo's book. Thank you to my parents for being wonderful examples. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry for calling you guys out. I'm Summer Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.